This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.38 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn. It's time for today on Twitter where it's a bittersweet one because Borders Malaysia it's, is closing its doors. Pe- they've just announced that and people are sharing their memories. So this came uh, last week when FMT reported that Borders Malaysia is scheduled to cease operations on Merdeka Day, August 31st this year, more than 10 years after the original American book retailer had closed down. The online store has already been closed since the end of May. Meanwhile, the Bangsa Village 2 outlet, which is not a very large one, will be closing after July 31st. And this has led many on Twitter to reminisce and share memories of their time at Borders, which we will get to. But I think I would be remiss if I didn't talk a little bit about the fact that this is also representative of what's happening with bookstores as a whole. We keep seeing this happen. The last time we spoke about books on today on Twitter, I think might have been in relation to book depository closing then as well and people worrying about how it was they were going to get affordable books um, and actually more than that, lamenting the the fact that they used to be able to get difficult to find in Malaysia books via book depositories. So there is and has been for a while now a larger issue with bookstores closing, with booksellers struggling. So that's what we're kind of talking about today as well. Although in relation to borders specifically, lots of people sharing their memories, uh, sweet angel princesses, and another place I wander around fantasizing about bumping into my soulmate disappears. Uh, On a more serious note, this is quite sad. I do have very fond memories of the Bangsa outlet. With Silverfish and borders gone, it's going to feel very empty. I love that partly because of the mention of the romanticization of bookstores, which is, I mean, we could do an entire show on that, but, but I think that that's a very realistic for some people take. Uh, The mention of Silverfish is also interesting because it's true, right? It did used to feel like it did used to feel like that was a space where there were booksellers, where that you could have cultural, you know, it felt like a bit more of a cultural hub than a place that doesn't have a bookstore. More on that later. Luke David says, do the memories I've had in Borders. I remember being 12 years old and grabbing random horror books off the shelf and reading it through while sitting on the floor right there in the store. Borders has played a huge part in my love for horror and this is just sad. Uh, Mark Zumi says, Kind of a bummer, but understandable. Used to basically live in the Curves branch growing up, reading everything I could. So I actually don't have that many memories of the Bangsa outlet, but I totally did that in the Curve. And it didn't, it wasn't so much horror for me, but I do remember kind of grabbing graphic novels and sitting on the floor and reading it there. So I identify with this so much. And I actually really miss being able to do that in in bookstores. It's not something I do so much as an adult, but 100% as a kid and a teenager, that was a big part of buying books. Meanwhile, Timmy Magazine says, just like the music industry, people no longer buy physical cassettes, CDs, DVDs, everything has gone digital. If you want to read a book, just search on the internet. It's all there. I miss going back to the 90s and the noughties, so shocked the times hanging out at the cassette or CD store or even going to the library to read and borrow books. Um, Meanwhile, we've also got Ibrahim saying three questions. What is the future of reading? 
is ebook are ebooks viable to paperbacks and what will replace reading as a source of entertainment and knowledge and i think that speaks to the larger point that we're making or that i was trying to make earlier about bookstores because look i cards on the table i love books i've always loved books huge part of my life for a very very long time and because of that i would like to believe that there will always be a place in the retail landscape and the reading landscape for bookstores because they aren't just places to buy things. I think they're also places for for literacy. Uh, they're also places to hang out. They're also places just to foster a general love of reading. But it is true that they are up against the digitalization of things, which means, as we saw earlier uh, in another tweet, that there's just ease. I don't have to leave my house in order to get things. I don't have to pay as much as I normally would. I don't have to worry about things like shipping. And so, I don't know. For me, I will always make a case for the bookstore, but it wouldn't seem like enough people are doing so. Hence why bookstores are continuing to struggle. So let us know. I mean, do you have fond memories of Borders Malaysia? But also in general, is there still a viable future for bookstores? Do you visit bookstores? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Bribe-free ministers? BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, it is 5.48 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn. And on today, on Twitter today, uh, oh, today on Twitter today, see, this is why reading is important. Um, we are bemoaning once more the closure of a bookstore because Borders Malaysia is closing its doors. Now, this is well after Borders, the original American retailer, closed down. Uh, but it does represent yet another demise on this ongoing march towards seemingly very few bookstores being left. And so that has me asking, uh, do you have fond memories of Borders Malaysia? And do you think that there is still a viable future for bookstores? Do you go to bookstores? Do you buy books from them? Let us know. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So if we look at the... If we look at the messages, um, let's start with Azfa, who says, I remember Borders' giant branch in Bajaya Times Square way back in 2009. Bought my first English World War II book there. So that's one thing. Second thing, also, if they keep treating books as luxury goods with high prices and so on, operating a bookstore will not be a viable proposition. So Azfa, two separate things. Um, I also remember that giant branch. I was thrilled the first time I went. I just thought there was so much stuff. Um, and also because they used to have such a big CD section, another thing that's obsolete. But yeah, um, I remember that one. The second point is something that I think about a lot. I, I don't I don't know how to contend with it because the truth is that the cost of books is going up worldwide. And if you consider things like shipping, if you consider things like uh, just how much publishers are charging, then the prices kind of align a little bit. Um, but I really see where you're coming from because I was very excited to buy a book recently. I turned it over and it cost 200 ringgit. And I thought, I've just, I've just... I just could not accept that from a time where hardcover books at their highest would cost 70 or 80 ringgit to go all the way to 200 for just a book um, really did 
it did strike me that way. And so you're right. I, I'm not sure what the answer is, but I agree with you that the prices can be a tough ask. Uh, we've also got, I think, a caller on the line, actually. We've got Mrs. D. Mrs. D, good evening. What are your good thoughts? Good evening. Good evening, yes. You see, I was, as a child, I was taught to read books, you know. And then I came out from the convent. The nuns used to have books on the shelf. We have to read it, take it home, write a note about it and show them. Mm. But my father was also a knowledgeable person. No doubt he was not very... He used to order for us a book called Knowledge. That was a very fantastic book of those days, you know, about the planets and all that. So that gave me a good idea of what is reading all about. And then when we moved into KL, my mother used to buy for us piano comics and all that, you know, from the stalls and everything to keep us quiet. (laughs) Because we were so noisy and so, you know, hyper. Mm. She couldn't control, so she said, okay, I'll get you this book. You sit down quietly and we we love those comics. Whenever we pass the stall, mommy, mommy, we want to buy that book. And we used to accumulate and keep. Even till today, you know, even till today, I used to walk around PJ looking for secondhand Collecting uh, many of them have closed down. Yeah, especially, uh, especially behind the Chartered Bank, they used to have two second-hand bookshops. They have closed it down. So now I've asked a friend to order for me online. So do you wish that there were still bookshops near you so you yes, could walk in and browse? I really, yeah, mm. I really want books bookshops. You know where I can sit quietly. You know, especially now as the days are passing by with no friends around. I'd rather have a book friend rather than a physical friend chattering away unnecessarily. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mrs. D, thank you so much for calling and for sharing. I I think that desire for nearby bookstores is exactly what I'm talking about. And I I do think we... It gets filled up. We do have small independent players in our local scene, but yeah, um, I, I don't. I worry about everybody's survival. Essentially, um, if we let's see, lots of other memories continuing to come through on borders. Didj says the curves borders is where I first attended a book club meeting. I found so many good books there. Yeah, um, see, this is what I mean about community. Um, that's the thing, right? That. It's logical for a book club to be held in a bookstore. Um, That's how you build community. That's how you build a love of reading. And without that physical space, I I just don't know if it compares. Roberto, meanwhile, says, "Um, Hi, yes, I do visit bookstores, physical ones. In fact, I also have nice memories in Borders Bangsa. It was really nice when my daughter grew up going rushing to get her princess books just to flip through because she doesn't really like princesses, but she likes their dresses. I guess it has come to a time for a new way of reading. I hope the closing of physical bookstores will not signify the closing of reading culture. So, Roberto, I'm hoping that we are not looking at the closing of physical bookstores, maybe just the closing of large bookstores. Maybe chain bookstores might increasingly find it difficult, although we do have some new players in our reading scene, so who knows. But I would like to believe in the first place that we're not actually seeing a... a, an ending of bookstores as a whole. Um, the the tweet I think you might be referring to earlier came from Ibrahim Sani saying, what is going to replace reading as a mode of learning? And I, I don't know. I mean, I know people learn and enjoy learning from things like videos, um, visual learners, or, or visual learners vastly prefer things like that. But I, I feel as if reading in terms of reading for pleasure is such an entirely separate and different thing that hopefully it just doesn't go away because there's always going to be room for that. Meezy, 
meanwhile says, uh, I haven't been going to bookstores regularly for a very long time. But yes, my nostalgia would, would be spending hours in Jaya Supermart's MPH. Oh, that's a throwback. Uh, with my father, whilst my mom and my younger siblings would impatiently wait for him to finish his browsing. The single thing that I shared with him exclusively, it gave me a sense of being grown up. Mizi, thank you for sharing that. I, I also remember the first time I realised that reading and a love of books was something that I shared with adults and having that that feeling of it being something that was, yeah, kind of grown up. Uh, I think, ooh, we also have a voice note that's come through. Here it is. Good evening, I'm Tommy here. I would think that bookstore is still viable in Malaysia. It's just that the switch or the or shift of uh, people from the conventional or other um, not really good marketing bookstore to a well-marketing bookstore. We do see other bookstores which were still uh, popular and have branches all over Malaysia and we do also see some new bookstores that come into Malaysia which uh, all these bookstores do have good concepts and do do a lot of marketing that attracts people into the store so I think it is still sustainable and people will still um, linger around digital and physical books thank you Thanks, Tommy. Um, you know, I, I agree with you. I would, however, like to ask um, you to get back in touch, if you'd like, to respond to the point that was raised earlier by Azva, who said that as long as books are priced at a luxury level, that it's going to be a problem. Because I think even with the new players coming in, and I've been to their outlets, there is still a price problem sometimes and depending on how new the books are and so on and so forth. So yeah, it's hard I think for physical books to compete with the pricing of ebooks. That's just a fundamental problem. Uh, we also have V who says, yes, Borders is one of the bookstores I visited back in high school when I had to take the bus uh, to KL for elaborate bookstores, uh, though a minuscule revenue contribution from me because I don't have much budget. Physical bookstores are here to stay. There's no competing with the sense of walking into one, selecting random books from the editor's picks and take my $100 away just for one book. V, that's quite the description. Um, I agree with you that the editor's picks are... The editor's picks are... A pleasure sometimes when you don't want to think too much. You want a new book, but you're not sure what exactly you want. It's true. I wonder, though, whether new reading habits will mean people don't chase this anymore or care about it. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we've also got another voice note that came in from Arvin. I think closing of bookstores, it's, it's a really sad thing because uh, we have a little daughter and she loves reading books. And her mom, from a very young age, has made uh, made reading a, a book to her every night a thing. And till now, she's already three, she still looks forward to the part where we read her book before she goes to sleep. So I think physical books has fond memories in many uh, of our childhoods and our children as well. So I think the reading culture should not end. Ivan, thank you. Um, always love hearing from parents who are reading to their kids. Good on you. I mean, I a huge part of my love for reading came from the fact that I was read to every night from physical books. And I think that's, you know, a very clear pathway to getting kids to read, right? You read from the books, eventually they reach for the books themselves, they start reading ahead, and it's a whole thing. So, 
I mean, it's not for me to say, but thank you for continuing to read to your children. I think it's wonderful. Uh, meanwhile, we have um, Adi who says, the smells of books, pekan uh, buku at UM. Books will remain a mainstay. Adi, fingers crossed. I really, really hope so. Uh, Han Hing says, my experience with bookstores started way back in the late 1980s. During those days, the MPH and Subang Parade, I love these bookstore shouts, um, was truly great. When it started to deteriorate in their range, times and borders came on, um, which I enjoyed many enlightening visits to. The borders and the curve was great. Later on, as things began to move online, I found a gem in Book Depository with its wide range and reasonable price. I didn't mind the 20-day wait for delivery. Now, book depository is also history since the 26th of April. What happens to the reading culture? Oh, hopefully it goes on, but it does seem as if it's just going to get more expensive. Um, thank you everybody for getting in touch and for sharing your memories and thoughts. Always love talking books and bookstores. Call us, uh, send a voice note or WhatsApp and tweet us. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.